I'm Anthony. I'm Ezra. And I'm Rebecca. And, and this, this is, is the Hipster, Hipster Minute Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Hipsters. <laughs> now wait a hipster minute. Tell me if you feel it. We're fixing to fold our hands together. Time to get religious. Now let's get down to business. Be mindful in the spirit. But we get so ridiculous with our mindless politics in. No, no, I ain't finished. Tell me how you're living. Don't feel down the show. Promises to be so uplifting. No, you ain't seen it. No, but you can hear it. No need to fear it, folks. It's the hipster minute. Episode 53. 53? Are we sure? Do you need a calculator? Long time I mean, no I see. don't really calculate. Long much. time no see because oh, this is a podcast, <laughs> not YouTube videos. Oh. <laughs> Five second roll. <laughs> Anthony just ate a worm off the ground. And it was a regular worm, too. The mm-hmm. actual animal he ate. Mm. The animal? Yes. Are yes. worms animals? Yes, they are definitely animals. Or are they, they creatures of the no, ground? No, they're animals. They're absolutely animals. <laughs> I don't know. I you would know. rather not get it. stop that smacking, boy. I'll smack you. Hey. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, guys? Uh, what are you talking about today? What I am talking, talking about? about what matters most. Well, what am I talking about, Ezra? You are talking about what matters most as well. And what are you talking about, Rebecca? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> hey! <laughs> we said it at the same time. Oh Dude, you guys God. are like geniuses, except you're not. Oh, except that was so I good. graduated and you didn't. I graduated too. <laughs> No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I didn't see you cross the stage. I know. I know I did because I dabbed on stage. Did you really? I did. That's lit. It's crazy. But Darian, you know who Darian is? Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, um, he he was like dancing on stage. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was so funny. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. We're going to get right down to this. That's hilarious, guys. That's hilarious. Because you don't know what we're talking about because you don't go to our high school. You are dumb. Yes, I do. You are homeschooled. I, was I, I thought you were about to say homeless. School. I was like that too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, Ezra, lead us in the right direction. All right. Well, let's talk about what matters most, guys. You ready? Yeah. Wait. What about the left direction? What? Well, I'm left-handed, but we're gonna go well, in the right the direction. Devil, so. so let's go. Another topic, another time. Let's go. Let's go. boy 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 what matters and girl girl oh girl girl i'm sorry girl, equality girl. separate but equal <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh that's okay i'm sorry um okay what matters most okay the actual title of this you know of the of the topic here it's not like what matters most period it's what matters most question mark so that i mean it's kind of like a question for you guys to think about because i mean i want you guys to think about it um what matters most to people for something to matter to someone, it has to have some sort of comfort in their lives. It has to create some sort of comfort in their lives. Um, obviously, if something doesn't create some sort of comfort in their lives, they're not gonna. You know, it's not really gonna be any meaning. It's not. Hmm, there we go. It's not gonna be very <laughs> meaningful to them. Um, you can think of anything. 
around the world. You could literally think of anything that you enjoy, and the reason you enjoy it is because it gives you some level of comfort. So, Anthony, I just want you know, just for in- interactivity, I guess, what what brings you comfort? What 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 <clears throat> do you enjoy? What matters to you? What matters to me? Yes. What brings you comfort? Um, it could literally be anything, but like. Yeah, literally anything in the entire world, because everything that you enjoy gives you comfort. It's just something that you enjoy, something that gives you comfort. Something no, no, you know what? No, okay, we're gonna <laughs> dissect this. Actually, give me something that you we're going enjoy. To break this down. Give give you something I enjoy. You enjoy. Um, well, I enjoy coming here each and every week. Okay, and... that's cheating. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't be that guy. <laughs> um, I enjoy um, playing drums. Just anything. Yeah. I I enjoy the the feeling of when I get home. And get okay. to lay down in my bed and cover up when it's freezing cold. Okay, now tell me why. And tell you why, because it warms me up. Okay, and so why does warming you up, why does that comfort you? Um, it just brings this sense of, sense of like satisfaction and comfort over me when I'm like away from the outward like freezingness yes. to my skin. Yes, okay, so... Yeah. So, laying down in bed, <clears throat> relaxing, gives you comfort away from the world. Or away from what the world, you know, the world is, yeah. is a cold place sometimes. It can Honestly, be. it can be a very stressful place. Yes. And so, laying down and relaxing is a very nice way to just get away from the world. Yeah. yeah. So, that brings you comfort. Rebecca, what about you? Just tell me something you enjoy. Netflix. <laughs> now, why, why do you enjoy Netflix, Rebecca? There's endless possibilities of things that you could watch okay. on Netflix. Okay. So why do you want to watch all these things on Netflix? Cuz I have no life. I don't think that's it. Really give me like give me like a real a real thing here. Cuz I enjoy it. Like I No, I, why do you enjoy watching stuff? Because I enjoy I don't know. It gives it's you just entertainment. so interesting. That, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it, it gives it you entertainment. It like We're really breaking this down here. It lets me not have to be around other people. I could just you know, be by myself. So you don't like being some... with us right now? Is that what it is? We no. don't matter to Rebecca, apparently. We that, don't bring her comfort. I mean, there's a couple doors around us. I mean... If, <laughs> if you guys didn't matter to me, would I really be here? I mean... No. Would I bring you my worms? Well... For you to eat? Yeah, but they would be different kinds of worms. <laughs> <laughs> the worms that live inside your body. Ew. Yeah. That's, Tapeworms. That's, anyway, that's, this is super off topic. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> But, no, Save okay. So you enjoy you enjoy separation from people. Is that is that what that is? I mean, just after like that, a while, that after a long day of just being around a lot of dumb people, yes. So it has a lot to do with entertainment and just relaxation. Yeah. So you can see that. I mean, just like everything that we do, kind of has this. You know, it it revolves around comfort. How much we want comfort, and obviously, if you've ever been like in a youth group you know if you're in a youth group they've talked about comfort before comfort zones and such and blah 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 blah, you know and and you know just how kind of dangerous comfort zones can be because um when you're in that comfort zone when you're in that layer layer of comfort uh you're i want to say you have control you know control is is something that we also love as people um you may not notice it but control is something that we we love as humans um, and that's because we love to control things. I mean, you know, trusting in God is, is a very important decision. Um, but, I mean, if we're in control, then we're in control. You know, we, we know everything that's going on. So, And that brings, you know, we're, we're in that layer of comfort there. So everything we, we kind of do, you know, revolves around where we find comfort. And so that's just what I'm talking about. It's just like what matters most, you know, what, what gives us the most comfort and so and so. So what really brought this whole entire topic together the reason i even wanted to do it in the first place was because i was 
um, I was listening to a song on the radio. It wasn't like a Christian song, but no, I think it was. I don't know. It was. It was like a half and half. It was like a secular song that you could definitely like get some Christian. You know, you could get. You could see that God was kind of portrayed through it. You know, kind of like yeah. Twenty One Pilots. But yes, um, I was just listening to it, and it's like it sounded really cool. You know, those songs that just sound really awesome, but you're not really paying attention to the words. Um, you are kind of, but it's just like the tune of it is really awesome. You know, uh, listening to, to, you know, like dubstep or something, you know, listening to a good song that really gets down into your soul. Uh, I, uh, this is just, maybe it's just for me. I don't know. I think it's somebody, everybody has their own like version of this, but me for listening to like music that really is, it, it sounds catchy and everything. And it sounds really awesome. It is really cool because it gets down into my soul, but then also Everything has meaning to it. That's the that's one of the big things that I wanted to 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 stress here is that everything has meaning. Uh, we look for meaning in everything, and and um, really meaning is is where everything comes you know comes from. Everything comes from meaning. So like uh, you wanting to go and relax, that has the meaning of you you know wanting to relax. The, the meaning of that was because you wanted to just get away from the world and you wanted to just relax away from the mm-hmm. stressful cold world. You know you wanted to get warm and and so and so. And then for Rebecca, it's like you know relaxing after a hard day. You know basically the same thing, but it's like you know everything has yes. meaning to it. There is a meaning for everything, um, no matter how small of something that it is. But anyway, um, I was just listening to some some music on the radio and it was re- and it was really cool. Um, and it was really catchy, but then meaning really brings perspective. So if you're listening to a really cool song and you're like, man, this is really awesome. Um, for me on anyways, I listen to a song and I, I kind of bring it towards God, you know, like I, I bring, you know, kind of like I take the music that I'm listening and I kind of just point it towards God, like just kind of like, uh, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I don't know. I listen to the words and kind of create scenarios in my mind where, where God is being portrayed through it, I guess, you know, and just listening to the song, it's really cool and catchy and everything. And I'm just kind of pointing that towards God saying, you know, this is awesome. I'm just thinking about God while I hear it. That brings perspective. That brings perspective of why that song, it, you know, uh, the, why that song mean, you know, means something to me because, because I'm, I'm pointing it towards God. Um, and so what I was just kind of thinking, if I was listening to this very same song and I didn't have any sort of meaning to it, you know, if I was just listening to it just because it was a pretty cool song, it would be cool. It would be cool, but there would be no, in there would no, there wouldn't be any feelings inside of me because it's just a cool song. There's no yeah. meaning to it, you know. Um, it was a really awesome song, but meaning brings perspective. So just the meaning of of pointing it towards God, doing all for the glory of God. Do you remember what that uh, verse was? I was gonna look it up, but then I totally forgot. That I was actually gonna. Look. I should actually I don't memorize quite it. Remember where that's from, but I know it's in there. But somewhere. you guys know what I'm talking because we yeah. we brought this onto the podcast before. But um, and all you do, due to the glory of God, that is one of the not even one of, but the biggest meaning in our world is do all for the glory of God because that brings perspective, and you have to have the right perspective if you're actually gonna live in the world through you know with um, just. I got like tongue-tied with all my words, but if you're actually going to live for Jesus, then you have to have the right perspective. Mm-hmm. And so meaning really brings that perspective. But anyway, uh, doing all for the glory of God, pointing things toward the, the glory of God, it it takes this, this dull um, skeleton, I guess, of what we have, and it, it just kind of transforms it into something that is actually meaningful because of, you know, God is in it, and it's just like God is... 
above, above everything else. And so do all for the glory of God. But anyway, a guy that I want to talk about, he's in the Bible. You guys probably ever heard about him. Solomon. Um, King Solomon. King Solomon. Uh, one of the guys, you know, who it was also looking for meaning in a very meaningless world. Um, not saying that our world isn't meaningless, but like I said, the world on its own is meaningless, but it's because that God created it that it actually has meaning, and that meaning brings perspective that the world is God's, and that we got you know God loves the world, and and so and so just really the meaning that God created the world, you know that meaning brings perspective of how of the world and uh, of how it should be seen, and that's God's creation. But um, Solomon uh, is really looking for meaning in the world because if you actually ever read Solomon, which you really really should, because it's actually very interesting to read because he's looking for meaning in this meaningless world, right? He's doing everything that he possibly can. Uh, if you read through it, I'm just gonna kind of go through. You can. Uh, I'm just gonna read some of the titles of the the um, sections on here. Uh, one of the things is everything is meaningless. That's like super, you know, <coughs> straight up. That's I mean, he says pretty broad. Everything is meaningless. Uh, and he goes in there to say, um, you know, the sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it. Uh, rises, the wind blows to the south and it turns to the north, round and round it goes, ever returning on its course so and so, and you know he, he just keeps, you know, bringing back this idea, and he actually uh, says it over here, um, he says chasing after the wind, he he uh, refers to he refers to everything he does as chasing after the wind. Everything he does in this world, he refers it to chasing after the wind. Because if you know, if you chase after the wind, you're not really going to catch it because you can't catch wind. Yeah. And that's exactly <clears throat> what he's referring everything to. Is he's, he's trying to? Um, if you're chasing after the wind, you're never going to catch it. And if you're chasing after the world's, um, whatever you know, whatever you have, you can find in the world the pleasures right here of the world. If you're chasing after the pleasures of the world. It's going to be meaningless. Perfection Unless, is a huge one that people. What is it? Perfection is yes. a huge one that people try and chase. And yes, perfection and trying to find perfection in different that. things. Um, over here it says, you know, wisdom is meaningless. Pleasures are mm. meaningless. Toil is meaningless. You know, he, he says all these things, and uh, he, he even says in, in you know the the one that says it's chapter two. Pleasures are meaningless. He says that he tries everything. Solomon literally tries everything. He gives his heart to whatever. Is there? He just gives himself to whatever his heart desires because he's looking for this. You know, he lo he's looking for meaning in this world. He's looking for this sort of meaning. And he says that in he says in Solomon that in the time of him doing all these things, he does find happiness in his heart. But then afterwards, <coughs> you know, it's gone with you know chasing after the wind. You know, he refers it to chasing after the wind again. You know, you're in the moment, but then afterwards, where is it it's all gone? gone? Yeah, it's where is gone. it all gone? Um, everything is mean. It's been meaningless that he did any of that, you know. Um, I do want to bring something out though. The, the second, the second point that you said in Ecclesiastes, it says <coughs> wisdom is meaningless, and that, mm. that's got to be really big for Solomon. King yeah. Solomon was yes. actually the wisest. Thank man, you for bringing that up. Yes, uh, known known to mankind. Mm. Um, that's basically how the Bible portrays him as one of the wisest men ever. And so, um, him. Being the wisest man ever, calling wisdom meaningless is really showing us something. That's basically like being a mm. king and saying, you well, can, actually, me being a king is actually really meaningless, but I still have all of this power. Yeah, you can literally have everything, and it can still be meaningless because, I mean, if you don't have the right purpose for something, if you don't have the right meaning for something, it is meaningless, you know? God is really the only meaning that brings the right perspective, mm -hmm. and any other perspective is meaningless. Um, it says in Wisdom is Meaningless, that, that little chapter there, it says, I thought to myself, look, I have grown 
uh, and increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. And actually, Solomon is the wisest man that ever had lived. I mean, he, he had gained so much wisdom and knowledge because he wanted to know everything. He wanted to make it not meaningless. He wanted mm-hmm. to have everything so that he could maybe taste the meaningfulness. Meaningfulness? Oh, well, you know, the meaning that, that he was chasing after. But he gathered all of this stuff, and it was just all meaningless because he didn't have the right perspective. You know, he didn't have um, – he wasn't chasing after. But also, it does say if you keep going in Solomon, you know, it says all these things are meaningless and da-da-da. What? What did I say? Ecclesiastes. You I said say? Solomon. Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. I'm sorry. I'm so mixed up right now. It's just like I'm tired, but it's okay. I'm doing this because I really I'm, I really want to. But anyway. um, he does say there's a time for everything. So that, that begs the question that everything is not – meaningless it is and there is a time for everything you know like like i said if you have the right meaning if you point everything to god do all uh for the glory of god if you have that meaning in your life then it's not meaningless but there is a time for everything you know you you can't just do whatever you want uh when you want to and if you do read ecclesiastes you have to keep that in mind because he does say that uh he gave his heart away to anything that, you know, any desires that his heart wanted. He just gave his heart to it and everything. And, and he, he was just looking for everything. He had, okay, if you don't know much about Solomon, he had like 700 wives. He had over 700 <clears throat> wives. For real? I'm being legitimately serious. But that, that was common back then. That that honestly... That um, much though? I mean, that I don't many know, wives? I don't know about that much, but this guy was a king. Okay, I'm not, yeah, well, yeah, I'm not actually sure how many exactly, so don't take my exact word for it. But this boy had hundreds of wives and... Past those wives, he had hundreds of, um, well, I don't know if it was hundreds, but it was a lot of, um, what do you call them? Uh, the mistress. Yes. Mistresses. He had lots of mystery. You know, he had all these women that he was, that he was with, um, looking for some sort of meaning. And if you read Ecclesiastes, if you do read it, you have to keep in mind that he's not saying that it's okay to do all these things just because he did it, but Solomon himself was looking for some sort of meaning, and so he gave him his heart away. And it's he's not saying that it's okay, but this is what he did. You know, you no. can't follow after what he did because, um, <clears throat> although he he just gave his heart to whatever, he did realize that it is all meaningless. It is you know everything is meaningless can, without God in it. Can you tell me something? Um, yeah, what's up? How much research have you done into this topic? Um, you know, I've read over it and I've thought about it. I really have really like thought about it and thought about like what's happening here. I mean that's that's pretty good for just thinking about it and reading over it. I but know. um I have a question for you. All right, ask me. <clears throat> and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um do you believe that Proverbs is actually cuz it was also written by Solomon himself if Proverbs was the time in his life when he was trying to find meaning in everything and then eventually he realized that everything here on earth is meaningless so he decided to write Ecclesiastes to show us that to be able to say that all of this is meaningless. Okay, tell me about Proverbs. Like, what what do you mean um, by, like, okay, so what brings you to that point in Proverbs? Proverbs, um, from what I've read in Proverbs, I haven't actually read the entire book, and I know I probably should. It's not that long of a book, but yeah. I haven't I haven't read it all. Okay. Um, but from what I've read, it seems that Solomon is trying to tell us that, that a lot of things are meaningful. He's trying to say that mm-hmm. grasp onto these things and these things and these things because these these matter, these mm-hmm. matter. But in Ecclesiastes, it seems like that's a point of his life. And where, see, yeah, this would actually require a lot more study 
yes. and a lot more preparation. I didn't do that much preparation. I should. <laughs> we should do this again, we honestly, should. sometime and actually go through it. You know, part two. This could be part one, honestly, yep. and we could yep. have another part two. This could be like the introduction, I guess you could say, and we could have another part two about this going even further. But as far as I know, um, I'm not totally sure. If I had to give an educated guess based on what I know, I would say that everything has context, and so the context of Proverbs. Um, the context of him saying everything is meaningful, it was because of the context that he was talking it in. Yeah. You know, talking it in? Yeah, right. Talking, uh, talking yeah. about it. Um, I think the context... <clears throat> and see, this is not... I mean, I don't know a whole lot, so don't take my word for it, but this is just what I think. You know, this is just what I'm thinking. But what I'm thinking is that in Proverbs, he had the context of, you know, everything is meaningful because it was created by God. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so in Ecclesiastes, he's trying to find comfort. And so trying to find comfort and knowing that everything is created by God are two completely different meanings. They're two completely different um, purposes, I guess you could say. Perspectives. Two different perspectives. So they're two different books written about, written about the meaning. No, <laughs> written about meaning, but both have different contexts. I get that. So I, that's just what I think. I'm not totally sure. We could definitely go into more of that. But anyway... Um, but he he wasn't just a big sinner, you know. He loved God and and he followed after God. It's just he was looking for meaning in life, and he would tried everything. He literally tried everything, um, and found that everything is meaningless. Um, it says actually here in one of in chapter five, it says, "Stand in awe of God." Uh, guard, he says, um, "Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. Go near to listen rather than offer uh, the sacrifice of fools who do not know what they they do wrong." Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven and you are on earth. So let your words be few as dreams comes, as as a dream comes when there are many cares. So uh, the speech of a fool when there are many words. Um, and so really what he's just saying here is just like that we should definitely um, not be hasty to to be um, very active in our thoughts and be active in like what we're desiring, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it is very necessary just to sit and and uh, just be in awe of God. We're not really, you know, enjoying God because that is really our purpose on life on and Earth. I is think our purpose as people, as humans, we God created us to enjoy God and to be uh, and to glorify God, enjoy God and glorify God forever. That is our purpose. I think that that when we stand in awe of God, like he talks about in Ecclesiastes. Um, that's actually where we're going to find our true comfort, the true comfort that actually lasts a lifetime because um, yes. the comfort of the world where um, we want we want to fall into this comfort. We want to fall into our own comfort zone and, and stay there, and that's actually not what we're called to do. Um, and I know I've stressed this a lot in the, the past episodes where we're called out of our comfort zone, just like mm-hmm. in the New Testament with Peter um, when he walked on water, you know, and he was like, um, Jesus said to come and walk on water with me. And he was like, are you sure about that God? I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not 100% sure if I can yeah. do this. And he steps out of the, he steps out of the boat and begins to walk on water with Jesus. And then yeah. as he loses his, his trust, he starts to sink. Yeah, he looks back at the storm and he, he gets he, very scared about what's happening. He begins to um, fall under. And, um, Right at that moment, he he looks at Christ again, and he begins to rise back up. And so, mm-hmm. I think one thing that we have to remember is that our true comfort is found in Christ alone. And so, when yes. we try to put our comfort in other things, yes. and we have to learn to step out of those comfort zones and be able to mm-hmm. put ourselves in a different comfort zone that is called that we are called to be in mm-hmm. in Christ. Yeah, and like in Ecclesiastes, he's talking about how everything is meaningless and and blah 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 blah. blah. But then he goes on to say in chapter 9, he starts, you know, you can kind of see where he's going with this. He says, basically, the, the big idea is that 
life is very meaningful. Yeah. Life is very, very, the life that you live is very, very meaningful. Um, if you have the right purpose, you know, if you're living it for God, it has meaning. It has purpose because of, of what your purpose of, because of what your perspective is. And that is that God created us and God loves us, you know, and if it's pointed towards God, do all things to the glory of God. If that's your meaning, if that's your purpose, life is very meaningful. And he says, um, and here he says, go eat your food with gladness and drink your wine with a joyful heart for it is now that God favors what you do. And we, when he say that, when he say that, I can't speak today. <laughs> when he says that, he's talking about your life right now. Because right now, in this moment, you know, in our life, that's when God matter. You know, God matters. Gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is when God favors what we do right now in our life. So we can't, we can't just forget it and be like, well, nothing matters because blah, 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 blah. And we can't just forget it because, you know, if we do everything to the glory of God, that's, you know, God loves that. God favors that and, <laughs> and is very meaningful. Everything we do is meaningful if it's brought to God, you know, if it's pointed towards God, if you're doing it for God. Um, yeah, but he really just goes on to say there that, I mean, you know, that life is very meaningful with God, you know, if you have the right perspective. So I would, I would say that whatever you do, I know this, it's just a, you know, it's a verse, whatever you do, do to the glory of God. But really think about it. I mean, really, really just ponder that in your heart and really just think, um, you know, do everything to the glory of God. It says um, in the Bible, I'm not totally sure where, but um, I know that it does say this. It says, uh, be still and know that I'm God, you know. Um, it says, be still and know that I'm God. And I've heard that, you know, quite some time over the years that I've been alive. And it's been in my heart the entire time because we should be, you know, like he was saying, you know, stand in awe of God. We should be still and know that he is God. Um be still. We should be still in action. Be still in thought. Not just in action, but be still in thought. Be still in motion, in emotions. Um, be still in everything you do. You know, it, it, be still in, in, in your whole body. Everything you do, just kind of be still and just know that He is God. Because no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening, He is still God. He's still a good God. He still loves you no matter what. So be still. You know, every, if you have things going on in your mind, um, maybe you're maybe you do think everything is meaningless, and you're just like, well, everything kind of sucks because it's all just meaningless. Um, push all those thoughts away and just be still and know that He is God. Know that He loves you. Know, know that there is a purpose with God. Know that life is very meaningful if it's pointed towards God, because that's where mm -hmm. meaning is found. That's where comfort is found. I know that we say. Um, you know, it's good to get out of your comfort zones because it is good. God likes to take us out of our comfort zones and it will be scary and it will be um, very terrifying, you know, to get out of your comfort zones. But I feel like after everything's done, if your comfort is really found in God, that's where you're going to find meaning. Because, I mean, I know that if you do everything for God, quotation marks, you know, if you do every, if you do everything for God... And, if, you know, if you're just doing it to be seen by other people or if, or if you're just doing it to get, you know, heaven points or whatever, it's meaningless because <laughs> it doesn't have the right perspective. <laughs> yeah, you don't have the right perspective of what that's about. So do everything for the glory of God because of how much he loves us and how much you love him. Really, I mean, you know, life is very meaningful, very precious if you have the right perspective. And that's, it, we should do everything is. to the glory of God. And like you said, do everything to the glory of God. And I think that the, how we can do that is like Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, he says that there's a time for everything. So it's just there's to do, a this, time for everything. do this at a certain time, do this at a certain time. The only way we're actually going to know what time to do things is to have that right perspective, as mm. you were saying. You use that perspective card. And I like that because as soon as you mentioned that, I mean, when we think of perspective, I think that we, we think of like, 
or at least I do, I think of depth mm-hmm. perception. All right. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking right here, I know you guys can't see it, um, the listeners, but like there's, there's a paper towel thing right in front of me. All right. And so if hey, I focus in go. on this, if oh, I focus no. in on the paper towels, all right, everything behind it becomes blurry and I mm-hmm. focus in on this. Okay. Yeah. And but guess what's behind the paper towel. Go ahead. Keep going. Huh? I was going to oh. say, guess what's behind the paper towel. What you say? Keep going. <laughs> oh, never mind. No. Um, but how I was thinking about this though is, do you guys ever go into those like Walgreens stores and they have those glasses, okay? And they have plus three point oh, plus two point five, plus two, and they're they're prescriptions in the glasses, and you put them on, and you look at this this little uh, chart that has a sentence, and the sentence gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, and you put on the glasses to see yeah. which sentence you can actually read clearly. Yeah. And so when you do that, that's how you know. You have to put on those 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 Jesus glasses, I guess you could say. Yeah, those those God glasses, God yeah. glasses. Put on those perspectives and look at what you're supposed to do at what time. It's like you're looking at your own schedule. Mm-hmm. You're gonna put on those glasses, you're gonna focus in on Christ and he's mm-hmm. gonna guide you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And like I know I, maybe I didn't do a very good job of explaining it well, but like I don't know how far we are into this, but like I don't know, just like the big picture for this that I really want you guys to see is that life is so meaningful. Everything you do, literally anything you do, anything you do, even if you're, li- you're listening to a song on the radio, if you're, I don't even know, if you're watching a movie, everything is so, 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 so meaningful if you bring it to God, if you point it towards God and you say, I'm doing this because of God, I'm, I'm pointing this towards God. If God is your main view, if that's your perspective, everything is so meaningful and you will find so much joy in what you do because you are doing it for God, because you are bringing it to God. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, if you are doing it for God, you will find joy in it and it will be very meaningful because that's, I mean, that's really the only perspective that we need is that, that, that God loves us so much that he created us for him and we should do everything to glorify him because that's why we were created. We were created not to just glorify God, but to enjoy in God. And we will enjoy God if we have that right perspective. So in everything you do, do it for the glory of God. Think about what you're doing. And you don't have to do this 24-7 like I'm doing this for the glory of God and I'm doing this for the glory of God. I'm doing this for the glory of God like, you know, every minute of every day. But... I mean, honestly, do everything to the glory of God. You just like have you have God in mind, uh, and really just just focus on God. Um, I know. That, okay, so it really helps me get through hard times, honestly, because I was working with my dad today, and I was like, I hate working with my dad because it's <laughs> painting. Um, and I, I every other any other day, I would be very upset, and I would just be very moody at work because, I mean, I hate painting because it's really boring, but. Doing it to the glory of God. If I have that in mind, I'm doing this because I'm honoring my father, my mother, and that glorifies God. I'm, I'm doing this basically for God. You know, this brings glorify. Yep. <laughs> this brings glorification to God. Um, <laughs> having that right perspective gives me joy in what I do. I actually can find joy in doing work with my dad because I have the right perspective of I'm doing this for God. And so you don't have to have that perspective. You know, you don't have to be actually thinking about it 100% of the time. But you will find joy in what you do if you're if you're bringing it to the glory of God. If you're doing that for the glory of God, I'm actually going to add something real fast. And this, Go ahead. Is, this this kind of goes with what you're saying. But um, Rebecca, I want you to see if you can relate to what I'm saying. All right, um, you haven't spoken very much because uh, you're looking like you're an artist over there with a pen drawing uh, artist, a, yeah. a picture of us. Anyways, um, it's really, that's not me. <laughs> that is to you. That is not me. Which one's you? Uh, this will be on our social media pages yeah, right so you there. guys can see that this. Not, um, do you have a clean but Anyways, anyways, Rebecca, um, 
So do you ever like get on Twitter and you scroll through and you see those videos and it says the most satisfying thing ever. And it's like this one, like I know that sometimes it'll have like this paint flow and you're just watching it and it's like just satisfying you, right? Mm -hmm. Well, one thing I want you guys to realize, the listeners to realize is you might find satisfaction in that, but a couple hours later you'll forget all about it. Yes. Have you ever been in that moment? Then you'll find another one. Have you ever been in that? (laughs) The end. Have you ever been in the presence of God and you're like, well, this is this just feels so satisfying. It's even more satisfying that feeling of you watching paint flow perfectly, all right? <laughs> and then you will end up recalling that moment for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. You'll be like, I remember that time whenever God spoke because to me God's in that presence, church. Yeah. God's presence keeps going. It doesn't stop just and in that one moment, but it keeps going with you. God's presence is with you always. You know, and God it is with you And it's like always. completely, I feel like the feeling of god god's presence is completely different than any, anything else that you could ever mm-hmm. feel in this entire world you could feel the paint flowing and it wouldn't even be like mm-hmm. anything compared to god's presence mm-hmm. yeah exactly and i think we've all all witnessed that and at least all three of us have witnessed mm-hmm. that and so like we realize that that the only thing that can truly comfort us and that can truly satisfy us is the presence of god when we look mm-hmm. towards god and we feel the satisfaction of god because mm-hmm. i know that i know some people that that have OCD or they claim they have OCD. OCD is actually a lot more extreme than a lot of people think it is, but, um, that they want everything to be perfect. And when they want everything to be perfect, they want to like, um, they want to have that sense of comfort. Like they're like, okay, well I'm going to walk into my room and everything's going to be completely fixed and it's just going to be so comforting and I'm going to lay in my bed and just go to sleep and it's going to bring comfort, but they're not going to remember that. Later on, maybe they will. Honestly, maybe maybe the people at OCD will, but that's not my point. Okay, but but not really because it's not, like you remember a clean room. Good job. But it you're gonna end up fixing it, it again. Yeah, you're gonna end up fixing it again. And even if you do, it doesn't even have that much meaning because you keep doing it over and over. And it's just like it's it does bring comfort, but it's just like, I mean, you know, you're uh, yeah. Anyway. It's not the ultimate comfort that yeah, you could exactly you could, you could reach. Yeah, and that, that's that's the point I wanted to bring up is that the only thing that can truly bring us comfort and satisfaction is is God and being in his presence. And I think that's one thing that's actually really helped me in life because, um, <clears throat> you know, I've, I look toward, towards a lot of things for, for satisfaction. Like uh, I think all humans do. Um, we look towards technology, social media for satisfaction. We look to anything we can for satisfaction, but what we have to realize is that if you've witnessed God, the presence of God, that that's the only thing that's actually going to satisfy you. Like yeah. that feeling of, of being in the presence of God is more satisfying than anything I've ever felt in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just feels like, and I know this is kind of cliche, but it doesn't matter. Like, um, there's those songs where it's like, um, it, it talks about how the atmosphere is changing. And then yeah. another song is saying that the presence of God feels like, feels like a, uh, a wave that splashed over you, you mm-hmm. know, and that's actually yeah. how it feels. And when you're in that moment, it feels like, the, the atmosphere is normal one second and the next second it's like boom god is automatically hit like as soon as you call on the name jesus christ he is there and it's like a punch in the face without the pain without the pain it, it's it's amazing mm. <laughs> and i just i just want to bring that out because like mm. that's been going through my mind lately is yeah. i want to go back to those moments where mm-hmm. um i'm sitting there and i just i feel the presence of god all around me mm. and i know i could get those moments back it's just it's just not yeah. completely easy to do with um, all the distractions of all the distractions of the world. Yeah, it really is not easy, but it's worth it. It's completely so worth it. I would just mm-hmm. you know for the listeners just make a habit of it. You know you don't have to do it. You know one hundred. You don't have to think about all these things one hundred percent of the time. But really try to make a habit out of it. Whatever you're doing, just be like, um, just find a way to do it for the glory of God. You know you're you're doing. You don't. It doesn't even have to be like 
I don't know, a specific thing you do, just whatever you do, um, really, you know, have the thought, the perspective of doing it for the glory of God and really meaning it because that's where you're going to find joy. That's where you're going to find some comfort and satisfaction. So are you ready to pray us out, Ezra? All right. Yes, I am ready. So better hands and close your eyes. Anyway, thank you, Jesus, for this for this good time to get around and just talk to each other about, well, you and how amazing your presence is. And I just pray that you would um, lead us through life and that you would help show us your love. Show us your love and show us how much we, we are loved by you and that uh, we can find comfort and we can find satisfaction in you if we just, you know, if we find our meaning in you, God, if we do everything for the glory of God, show us that you, that you will always be there for us, that you love us so much. And I just pray that you would just protect us in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Ezra, do you want to roll this bad boy die right Let's here? Press that Let's one that says number 12. 12. Which one? Right there. Where? Right there. Towards <laughs> you. Boom. Five. No, five. did it really roll? It's oh, I didn't see it. Five. Five. Five All words. Right. In five words, summarize everything that was just said. Okay. Wait, right now. All right. Uh, if you want to go first, whoever's got it. Okay. All meaning is in God. All meaning is in God. Life is so very meaningful. Nice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> comfort is found in Christ. I comfort think... is found in Christ. No, comforts, ah! comforts found in Christ only. There, there we go. go. There, there we go. go. There we go. All very good for for what the topic was. So yes, congratulations. Little yeah, round of applause fast. There. there we go. All right, Ezra, you're leading the show. What segment do you want to do today, man? You can choose what you want to do. We have three options. We have name that flavor, mindless chatter, or prank call. Let's do segment. name that flavor. You wanted to name that flavor. Yeah, we did that last week. No, know, two weeks ago. But he wants to do it again. Yeah, you gonna do it again? Yeah. Who do you want the testee to be? Hmm. Rebecca. No, uh, I'm. I come up with the stuff. Okay. Fine, I'll do it. You want to be it? Sure. All right. Well, are you guys ready to get down into Name That Flavor? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Name the, the, that Already, already, already. I already know I'm about to spit this out we as soon as it gets name that flavor. All right, what's test cup A? What's test cup B? Like, just point it. They can't see, but just point at one so I know. Oh, I was, I was like, I can't tell you. And that's the. No, just put which one, which one's, which one's. This one, one is with? A. All right, the one in her left hand's A. And this one is B. And the one in her right hand is B. That's bad for me, though, because my left is your right. So it looks like B is on the left, which should be A because A comes first. So switch that. <clears throat> there you go. There, it's still the same cup. She's just switching. Okay, them. here we go. Test cup A. Let's get her going. Test cup All A. All right, and he puts the trash can in trash his lap. Can. Getting my trash can ready. Okay, here we go. Test cup A. Ezra, let's do this. I'm so sorry, Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. so sorry. Oh, gosh. I towels. literally gagged. Oh. Gra grab him a paper towel, man. There you go. Ezra, there's a trash can. He's, <laughs> he's running away. <laughs> Gag. 
gagging. Oh, wow. What did you do to this guy? <laughs> Is he going to be able to do number two? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> He's going to go get some for, water. For all, all, right, the, well, all um, the listeners, you want to know what that was? Not yet. They can't know yet. <laughs> it's like, Don't say it yet. It's really one of the most American things ever. What? Beer. <laughs> a white liquid. It's white. It is a white liquid. It's not beer. Oh, I'm guessing it's like creamer for coffee. Yeah. Uh-oh. How <laughs> <laughs> is he that? <laughs> even that bad. It's like the ones that come in the little cups, the half and half. Oh, those. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I saw some on the counter. I was like, ooh, that's good. That's no, it's not good. The second one's going to be worse for him if he can't handle creamer. Okay. Well, Ezra, what, Ezra, what, what was, was that? that? Oh. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. And here goes. He got a drink of water and some pizza. So get that flavor okay. out of his mouth. You're not going to be able to. All you right. might go, go grab that trash can right now. You're not going to handle the second one. I already know. It. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> 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 Ezra, it's not that bad. I promise. Oh, I tried it earlier. <laughs> Why are you spitting the pizza out? <laughs> Hey hey, 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 is it that bad? I don't know. Ezra, come back right now. Let's go. Ezra. Come on. Just you can get a little bit of it. You don't actually have yeah, to. Yeah, like, you don't have just, to drink that barely. much. You don't even have to ingest it. You can just put it in your mouth. <laughs> Bro, he said he's about to throw up. Don't as make it me is. waste this cup, waste this straw and waste the liquid inside. If you want to take the mic with you so they can hear you or just walk away. There's a trash can. What was that? Do you even know what that was? Like sour milk. No. <laughs> <laughs> he said sour milk. That it's not, not sour, sour milk. milk. Ezra, what was it? Here, c- come here. Come here and explain to the listeners what it was. Ezra. Ezra. Anonymous stole him <laughs> again. Uh, he's walked out into the hall. Um, well, this this if great great one. Can you try the second cup? Um, just, I, just drink. That's a, probably cold coffee. Just, no, it's not. Just drink a little sip of it. Don't smell it. That's cheating. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. Do it. Just take a sip. Take a sip. There's a trash can right there. So I don't know if I can do this. Just do it. If, Here, if you can do hold it. On. I, have, I have a proposition for Ezra. Hold on. Ezra! Brother! Brother for um, well, um, I done things. threw up. <laughs> threw <laughs> up. It was just creamer. It and, was uh, it was coffee creamer. Had a bad reaction because yeah, I had it. a very bad reaction because whenever I sipped it, I felt gagging and I almost threw up here. But then I walked away and started walking in circles, like swallowing the feeling back down. I just kept swallowing it, and I thought I was good because I burped a few times. And then I did one long big burp, and some you know some of it came up while I burped, and. It came up and it was just like, oh, yeet. And then everything else came up too. It was, everything else came up too. Oh, yeet. Along, yeah. And so everything just went, bleh. And so I threw up into the trash and can. And it came out my nose I, a little bit too. I feel bad because I made you throw up. Oh, no, it's a good experience, honestly. Because you haven't done it in six years. Yeah, so it's pretty it good. good. I haven't thrown up in it's six good. years. So 
throwing up in the moment is terrible, but then afterwards you're like, yeah, it was cool. So do you feel <laughs> better? I mean, yeah. So would Get you like creamer out? Yeah. Would you like to welcome your uh, your guest? that's going to be doing test number B. Since or unless you want to do it. All right, no, I heck no. I, like, heck I don't no. think you heck should do it. Since no, you all right, up. go ahead and go ahead and uh, welcome your guest. His name is Nathan. Right? Yep. Yeah, Nathan. His name is Nathan. Um, he's one of the coolest kids in he's town. Twelve. He's twelve years old. He's my little brother. He's my little brother. Um, and he's gonna be doing test number B. Test so uh, number B. test number B. He volunteered in Ezra's B. position because he did not want Ezra yeah. to throw up again. So, uh, so, so give a round of applause for Nathan. Here we go. He's the tribute. There's test. And there goes B. some more burping. <laughs> please, <laughs> please only burp by the trash can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go, right. Nathan. Kind of scary. <laughs> all you, all you have to do is take a little sip. Oh Try not to throw up. There's a trash can right there. I'd close your I eyes would, if you I, have to throw up because you don't want to see. How is it? How is it? What do you think it is? Oh gosh. I mean, if you have to take another sip, just don't throw up. <laughs> it's either tea or coffee. It's neither. It's a type of juice. Give me a hint. Prune juice. You're right. It's prune juice. It's prune juice. I've never seen prune juice before, and I've never like. I've never had prune juice. I've never no, seen it in the fridge, I and I opened either. the fridge, and the kitchen, and it was just in there. I was like, "Where did this?" That's the most <laughs> disgusting thing <laughs> I've ever. Who actually seen. drinks prune juice? <laughs> that's actually really well, nasty. He actually got you it right. Like that's it? that's pretty good. That's pretty. Yeah. Um, as are you glad you didn't actually have to do that one? Oh, I mean. I guess. I'm fine now. I just don't. <laughs> you want to try the prune juice? Nope. <laughs> okay, well, that has been named that flavor. Thank you, Nathan, for uh, helping Ezra out, even though he just puked his guts up. And um, we will go right to the outro. Y'all ready? Uh, we'll do it. Well, hey, a lot of things have happened yeah. in this episode. It's I'm a reminded of all the wonderful like times of back when I was a kid, and I used to throw up as a kid, and I'd stay home the next day from school all day. And <laughs> I would just stay in bed. He hasn't puked in six years, and he just as yeah. I want you, I want you to go back to this episode fifty three. I want you to go back and listen to it, and just be like, hey. I puked in this episode. That's right. No, yeah. Every day, dude. It's going to be Memories. good. It was a good experience, Memories. honestly. It was a good experience. When you're throwing in the middle of throwing up, it's like, oh, this hurts and everything sucks. But then afterwards, you're like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah I good, hate the good feeling memory. of like when you're throwing up, your like, stomach tightens up. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. hate that feeling. I just oh, hate yeah. like how it goes up your nose sometimes oh, and burns your nose. That. And I it's hate like, it. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Dude, you're going to make me puke just thinking, saying that, man. I can't do that. Oh, just like it's well, like. I think I want to go home and puke now. Me too. All right, but, 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 get in the puking gang. But now. before we go home and puke our guts up, um, I would actually like to say a word of prayer for the fourth member of the podcast that's not here right now. Um, he's not dead. Don't worry. He's, he's not dead fine. now. He's not hurt at all. Would you like to mention um, the name? Christian. Yeah. Okay. Christian. <laughs> Um, it, no way! Hold on, I'm sorry. There's just ice cube in my cup, and it literally looks like a fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, like legit, there's like little bubbles in it. Look at the bubbles. <laughs> Doesn't it though? The little bubbles in the ice cube yes. looks like a fidget spinner, dude. Look, the little bubbles in the ice cube looks like a fidget spinner. <laughs> I don't actually know what you're talking about. Hold on, let me come over there. Okay. Um. As soon as you're done with this. Um, 
Okay, you guys ready to pray? Yeah, it's, it's gone. You guys ready to pray? Okay, it's gone. All right, uh, you guys could bow your heads and close your eyes, and we'll say a word of prayer. But before we say the word of prayer, I didn't actually explain what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I was like, you um, should explain. So Christian's brother, uh, his car actually got hit. Um, he wasn't in it. He wasn't in it. Thank the Lord. It was a hit and run. Um, his car is pretty much totaled right now. And they're trying to figure out who who did it. Um, mm. But if we could just say a word of prayer for his family mm. so they can get through the situation. So yeah. if you guys could bow your heads and close your eyes, even though it's not in the Bible, um, we will get right into this prayer. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for everything you've ever done for us, Lord. And I know that you know the situation that happened with Christian and his family, Lord. And I ask you to just be over that situation, Lord. Give give him and his brother and his entire family this, this sense of peace and relaxation that even though that they don't know who did it or what happened, you do, Lord. And you're going to reveal that to them so they can get the right kind of the right kind of support they need for that, Lord. Because I know that that people need things like God and that fixing a car and getting a new car is not cheap and Lord that if they could figure out who did it they could get that fixed immediately Lord and I thank you for everything you've ever done for us and I thank you for being mm-hmm. in our lives just as much as their lives Lord you're an amazing God and I thank you for everything in Jesus name I pray amen 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 all right you guys ready to you guys ready to close us out yeah Let's yeah. do it. Catch you all next week on episode 54 with Christian. Christian's going to be running that episode. So uh, see you all next week. Thank you, Ezra, for running this episode. You're the real MVP. See you then. All right. Bye, Felicia.